It's time. The most listened to show on Sirius XM. The show that will change radio forever. The show that everyone will be talking about. The show starring the most interesting man in the business. Is not this show. Instead, Mike Babchick and his friends are taking you on a trip through the week that was on Mad Dog Sports Radio. They're discussing the biggest stories with the hottest takes from the channel. The week is over, and this is Mike Babchick's Morning After. after. Now, here is everyone's Morning After Regret, Mike Babchick. Okay, terrific, and welcome to Mike Babchick's Morning After, where we listen back to Mad Dog Sports Radio's best commentary of the week. All the gold on the biggest stories in sports and entertainment as Morning After continues to not take over the world. The buzz non-existent. The show critically crapped on the show that will be the reason when I'm eventually fired. And that's the first time I've ever heard in that open that we are playing the hottest takes on the channel. <laughs> who, who put that in there? <laughs> I never heard that before. Is that what we do? Oh, that's what we do on morning after. And I know you're guzzling down all those takes all week long. So you're a little hungover on this early morning, but I got the perfect cure for you. And we're going to chant it because Eddie Erickson... <laughs> He loves chanting, so here we go. It's not more cowbell. It's more clips. More, more clips. More, more clips. clips. That's Freddie Erickson, the producer Thank of Mad you. Dog Unleashed. As always, as he joins us here on Morning After, as we have you covered this hour, we're going to recap all the happenings of the past week. So you let me, the lovable loser from Morning Men, the guy you know. And no, guide you through the week that was on Channel 82. We also got Alex Hardy, the man formerly known as the producer of JT the Brick. Not exactly sure what he's doing now. Yeah, we're lording, we're lording the late night. Uh, Nightcap has been thrilling. I don't know how I turned it around to join you guys on Morning After. Not even on Fridays am I up that way. Wow, you did it, though. You got it done. And, and Jared Moore, the producer of Morning After and other stuff. <laughs> Say hi to JT for me. Jared took Alex Hardy's job producing a JT the Brick, so we got some friction here right off the bat. Right? Brink at night. He stole JT the Brink away. He was always on the verge of explosion. That's why he's JT the Brink. And there's another guy in this channel who seems like he's always ready to pop, and that's Mad Dog Chris Russo on Mad Dog Unleashed, weekdays, 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern time. And the doggy was all over the NFL, as we all were on this channel, and Dak Prescott, a huge story as he gets hurt in a game against the New York Giants, a horrific injury that I watched multiple times on Twitter because I'm a sick bastard. Of course you do. Who doesn't? You like that stuff? You don't like it, but you gotta see it. At every angle and then over and over and over again. You feel bad every time but you just keep watching over and over and over. Now, did Mad Dog Unleashed have any sympathy for Dak Prescott? Let's find out. Here he is, Russo on Unleashed. (laughs) I fortunately uh, did not see it. And thank I God I missed it. it. Those kind of injuries. I didn't see uh, it. You know, uh, How does he not see that? I'm not trying Is to make light of it, but they're supper? more grotesque than severe. And, of course, Dallas uh, did recover and win the game, but it's tough to see. The social media cries for him were superb. Cries. And I think Dallas now out. was you know, sort of settled down a little bit. It's funny about Dallas and from a team perspective. Yep. Uh, not that Andy Dalton That's is fair. as good as uh, Prescott, but with a team scenario, I think you will see Dallas play it a little more conservatively Dog, here up. from this day forward, and I think that's not a bad thing. Yes, Dalton had a couple of good drives. Uh, you know, go back to a little bit more of a basic attack. Run Zeke Elliott a little more. Uh, take a little pressure off their defense, which is very Man, porous, and I school. think you'll see Dallas with Dalton not take as many chances down the field, not try to score as quickly as they've scored, but I think you'll see Dallas approach the games a little differently now with Dak out of there. I mean, Get obviously, Prescott was having a big year despite some turnovers. He's a good kid. Good he kid. had a smile 
smile on his face, okay. believe it or not, in a hospital bed. But I think he'll be okay. But I think in the immediate future, Dr. Dallas Russo might be again. actually a little better off playing a little differently. A uh, little porous there. <laughs> we got to uh, fill in the pause as that good kid, good kid, weird nice. kid, good yep. kid, nice kid. Nice kid. I love how Dog calls, you know, not only everybody younger kid, but at times he'll call somebody older kid. He'll call Steve Torrey, who's 50 or more. <laughs> Five. Hey, the, Steve's a good kid. You know what? He's a good kid. He's 52. I mean, when does it end? When does it end? Uh, that Wilfred Brimley, good kid. He's a good kid. Hey, Fagoda, good kid. Well, Kevin, good kid, Kevin Lockery, who is a frequent good guest kid. on Mad Dog Unleashed. I want to say Locke is 76, 77. Good boy, <laughs> Kevin. Stay healthy. Good boy, Kevin. Does that make you feel young? Can I just say good boy? Am I his child or his dog? That's what I'd like to know. But he's a good boy. We all know when Dog does the, uh, at least he used to, when we used to all hang out in the office before the world ended. Mad Dog Chris Russo would always go, ah, yeah, good boy. Good job. Good boy. That means get the hell out of my face and stop talking to me. Exactly. I've heard that many a time. When I was at his house on Wednesday, my weekly uh, journey to Dog's house, I was upstairs with him getting ready for the show. He actually pulled out a book and just started Ooh. reading. You ever done that? <laughs> You're sitting there with another person, and even if you don't want to talk to them, you just actually pull out a book and start reading. <laughs> That seems really, I mean, that's the move with the phone. Like when you're talking to someone, they start looking at their phone or I'll give you one better. I was talking to a guy years ago. I'll never forget this where everything's going fine. A guy I haven't seen forever. And he picked up his phone. He goes, hold on a second. And he made a phone call. What do you no, that's that I can understand. Maybe that's important. No, that, no. it's an emergency. No, it something. was important. This it guy pulled important. out a book. That's amazing. You're deep in thought, and he's reading, what, Catcher in the Rye? It's a baseball book about the Johnny Bench in uh, Westchester County, Rye, New York. <laughs> but but so, so what do you say, Eddie? Like, when you're in the middle of the conversation, are you talking about anything important? Or yeah, you just, I actually, uh, go with you it? know, the funny thing was, I was telling him about my sonogram results uh, and my urologist appointment. Uh, and right to the book. He pulled out a book and started reading. How you feeling? Well, terrible. I actually went to the hospital. <laughs> that's good boy. Good boy. Yeah, I was in the hospital, actually, uh, you know, first day, and my heart stopped. Hey, that's good job, Dad. Good job. Good boy. I I didn't make it. Oh, that's good. Now, listen, I got I to read this catch in the rye book now. You got to know when to take dog's social cues. You know one good boy. That means leave. Or yeah, if he pulls it. out a book and just starts reading in the middle of a conversation. Well, I would think that one's pretty blatantly obvious. That's not just for dog. Like if anybody in life pulled out a book while I'm talking to him, I realize I should probably stop talking. And you went to a doctor. Eddie, are you OK? See, uh, I'm actually knows? concerned. I'm still in pain. They can't find anything. I think Does it's anybody have a book. Don't. I'm kind of bored by this. <laughs> Does anybody have a book? Now get the book, Jeannie. I've had enough. Eddie, if you're really concerned, you go to a doctor and the doctor gave you a bad bill of health. Do what I did. I went to a doctor who said, you got to stop drinking, Mike. That's it. It's over. You have to stop drinking. He stuck the thumb up behind the whole thing. He's like, that's it. Your, your liver's a mess. Take a break. They said, all right, doc, time to find a new doctor. Went to another doctor who was a bit of a quack, who talked to me about his softball team. That was his big, big, hey, I play softball, broke it on down. I'm like, I like this guy. This guy's good. And he likes to drink. And he said, hey, you know what? Your stomach issues, nothing to do with the liver. It's all go. about apples. Stop eating apples. I said, you're hired. So wait a minute. That's the doctor you got to go to. You get a second opinion for a lesser diagnosis that will allow you to keep drinking. That's the most athletic thing you've ever done, Babs. Talk about like an NFL player looking for a second opinion so he can keep playing on Sundays. That's exactly what you just did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mike Badchick. <laughs> 
athlete. You know, well, I got to keep my playing career. I'm way past my prime now. And here so I was. I'm, I'm at my doctor's <laughs> office looking at his car. Like my doctor, he doesn't drive a great car. So that was like a warning sign. His office isn't that nice. So now I'm thinking maybe this diagnosis isn't right that there's nothing wrong. So I want to find a better doctor. You're oh. looking for a worse doctor. That's good. Maybe you know, we can that, switch. Maybe you could have my guy. This is really something because like that is how you know. Like the doctor I went to was legit. He wore a Rolex and he drove a Mercedes, right? Very important. And he's like, he was in the first spot and it said, you know, doctor. Absolutely. Bubble. Then I went to this other guy. Well, I'm telling you, we walked out together. He was driving a Ford Taurus. Is that still around? An old no. Ford Taurus. They stopped making these, them. There's all these papers in the right, back right. and his bats. You know, he's a big softball guy. That's the guy. He was wearing yeah. a Casio watch. The other guy, too legit, making too much money. I just went to a doctor who said, stop eating apples. Isn't the whole thing an apple a day keeps the doctor away? Does he just want to see me more? I'm not really sure, but maybe Dak Prescott. Apples. Oh, it's oh, a good one there from Jared there. Oh, That's a good point. Yeah, we got our first one of the day. You know, the Pat McAfee crew thought that was ooh, pretty ooh, funny, ooh, Jared. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Oh, 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 yes. Oh, yes. Wow. That was awesome. Yes, that's right, Jared. You're getting the morning men treatment on this show. Every time on morning men, Evan Cohen has a bad prediction or Mike Patrick tells a bad joke, the Pat McAfee crew reacts. So it happens a lot. Now, back to Doggy MD as he evaluated Dak Prescott's injury, right, Eddie? It was a gruesome injury as his bone was probably protruding from his ankle, but not really a serious one in Dog's medical opinion. Uh, Dr. Dog. He'll bounce back and be better than ever. There you go. It's just a flesh wound. I mean, the whole foot there is facing the wrong direction, but uh, no big deal. I didn't see it anyway. He'll be fine. I love when Dog, you know, and I didn't see that game. You didn't see that game. It was the Super Bowl, Dog. No, I didn't see it. <laughs> well, don't you, I, don't I, you I, give Dog credit, though, for not trying to fake it to the audience? But how easy would it just be? I see everything. I saw it all. Well, I, I couldn't all. sleep. I, I, I see enough. everything. I'll tell you, I watched every second. I was crying. I was sweating. I was yearning. I was burning. I can't get enough. Meanwhile, you were watching Gilmore Girls shine. I mean, come on now. I think it takes a lot to admit I didn't see it. Now, if you say that too much, like we've heard, you start to wonder, have you seen anything? Everyone should do it. We do it all morning, man. Evan Cohen will come on and say, I fell asleep early or left a blowout to watch Cobra Kai instead of Monday Night Football. It's refreshing. Be honest, people. Don't be fakes. Don't be frauds. But maybe dogs should actually fake it. Maybe once in a while, fake it. Because you know what? I really He doesn't watch anything. I didn't see that. That one. You didn't see it was the NBA Finals, game one. I didn't I couldn't see get it. into it. Just it's LeBron October. Do it for I me. can't watch basketball. Do it. <laughs> I just don't understand why it's on. Hey dog, it's called COVID, Corona. Everything has changed. I can't get into it. I can't I just don't get it. Why is it on? All right, how about Pat McAfee? The Pat McAfee show weekdays, uh, noon to three PM Eastern time right here on channel eighty two. McAfee had a take on a Dak Prescott as well. I wonder if he saw it. Stephen Jones and Jerry Jones are both on record stating that they're going to take care of Dak. But ultimately, at the end of the day, business is disgusting. I mean, it just whenever we say that's business, baby, when like whenever we say that, that's normally when somebody just gets completely fucked over. Because that's kind of been the excuse for business for a long time. It's like he sawed me down. I've been best friends with that guy for a long time. They're like, that's business. Like, that's just how it works. It's like, is it like, is that just how and it is, by the way, as, as somebody who has been in the, the negotiation and in the Pawn Star as the item that's being negotiated Ooh. in Pawn Stars, Pawn. it is just, I want if that. they can save a dollar, make a dollar.
daughter. Not porn. They porn. will. And the reason why oh, is because porn. that's business, baby. That's just oh. what they do. It's like in this situation, I do believe because of the injury, because of the situation, because of the news cycle, Jerry and Steven are going to have to pay him. Ah, business is booming wow. there. Oh, so he said porn, not porn. I know okay, you thought he was right. negotiating on the latest uh, Lisa Ann out of the porn oh. star. Yes, yes. Well, exactly right. The Alexis <laughs> Texas, the Mia Malkova. That's my new hit one. Uh, she's fantastic. So, you know, business is booming there. He's right. It's a freaking business. Like, if you're the Cowboys, don't make any promises. Don't say anything. Don't feel like you have to pay him. Don't feel like you even have to give him the franchise tag. Just say nothing. Say absolutely nothing. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, you say, hey, we love Dak the person. The person's fantastic. As Dog said, he was having a great time because he smiled in the hospital. <laughs> yeah, when he took a picture. I mean, <laughs> he was shrugged <laughs> up on painkillers. Not, he's not like, okay, I'm headed to surgery. This is great, guys. I can't stop smiling. You'd be, you'd be smiling, too, if you just pocketed $31 million for five games. Let's be honest. So that's the reality of it. He bet on himself, and unlike Rod Tidwell, Dak Prescott did not make it the full length of the season. Uh, the Cowboys <laughs> need Dak more than Dak need the Cowboys. Show me the uh, money. Jerry Jones doesn't want another Tom Landry situation on his hands. I know a contemporary reference, but I think Cowboy fans would probably revolt if they lost the only good part of their team. All right, good your boy there, Aaron. Good your boy. Uh, you know I love you there. Yeah, good guy. Stop listening about three minutes ago. Good your boy. Too much sports. <laughs> yeah, too much sports. Yeah, that, that was too intelligent. So let's dumb it on down for you as this week on Morning Man with Evan and Babs we talked about Drew Brees and his struggles in Monday Night Football <laughs> but the big story is well listen to this courtesy of Morning Man with Evan Cohen and Mike Babchick weekdays 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern time Mike is criticizing his long ball had a 41 yard completion a deep touchdown right. pass to, uh, to Jericho last night <laughs> can't I saw it deep. Can't did you see deep. how he threw that ball it's not like how you throw that's it that's how I saw it Perfect. oh god it looks like you know that sounds coming out every time Drew Brees throws <laughs> It looks so difficult. It's Max not like when you throw it. You got some zip to you. Him. Oh. What is the sound you think that Drew yeah. Brees makes when he throws? <laughs> what like are you tennis. going with? Oh. Oh. I'm going to go with. Uh. I'm going to go more of a, like a. Oh, no. Uh. No. So it's. Uh. How did I miss the uh. segment? It's a quick, like, he's getting the ball, like, drops back. Uh. There's definitely a sound. Oh, no. That's the sound. Oh, Scott, God, you have a sound that Drew Brees makes when he throes? Yeah, I'm going to go with more like of a. Oh, like he's out of oh. breath. Like a, <laughs> Scott just vomited. A lower one. He's, yeah, he's lower. Out of, it sounds like he's about to throw up when that <laughs> <Yeah>. happens. <laughs> How could Pat McAfee say that he's got a dumber show than Morning Man? We just put out there, and Evan Cohen asked the audience, you guys tell us what sound you think Drew Brees is going to make. That is awesome. Are you kidding me? Hardy, that's way better than whatever you were talking about with the logic with shocked. Jack. I am shocked. Are we sure this is a Morning Man clip? Because it's only a minute long. This should be three and a half. <laughs> at least. <laughs> at least. <laughs> oh, you got for five, six, seven, uh, seven It's like you don't know me, Alex. I'd never be able to grunt for five or six minutes. I'm a, I'm a grunt five or six seconds type of guy, even though it does sound like me when I'm having sex. And you want to know what it sounds like when I'm done having sex? It sounds like this. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Just right. apologizing. Oh. Right when it's over. I'm sorry. I'm that sorry. did not go well. I'm sorry. I'm it was sorry. too quick. I had a cramp. I mean, things weren't right. I'm sorry for sweating on you. That that was terrible. That was the worst two minutes ever. I'm sorry. I am sorry. <laughs> now, where are we at with the sex noises, Eddie? I go, whoosh. Thank God that's over. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> are, are you? Uh, wait a second now. Are you happy you lived through it? What are you trying to say, man? Why are you happy that it's over? Well, the other day, we were being intimate, and for whatever the reason, you popped into my head. Oh, no. Oh, God. But it oh, wasn't my actually God. You, it was your empty refrigerator that <laughs> you had no food. You were screaming about lunch. So I had to stop, <laughs> regroup, think about our sister, and continue. 
It was a mess. It was a mess. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Think about her sister, <laughs> wow. you just said? You're having sex now. I didn't see it, but you were having sex with your wife, and, and you, you thought and, about me relations, and my... Relations. You thought about me and the, my lack of deli and everything, and I was screaming and yelling yeah, no about... Deli. Yeah, he okay. thought about the lack of mustard in your refrigerator. <laughs> because I did have an issue where I had no deli in my house, my fridge was empty, and I had a cheese and potato chip sandwich. But we're moving on from that. We got bigger things to deal with. So instead of thinking about me, because that was no good, you started thinking about your wife's sister. Yeah, well, I had to, I had to get back in the game. <laughs> back in the game. Yeah. That's what EA Sports meant in the game. Just think about your sister-in-law. Hey, let's go. It's game time. I think we must protect this house with the wife, the sister, and an empty fridge. Let's go. We could do this. But anyone who thinks about me during relations must be a big loser. Speaking of losers, how about the New York Jets, who this week decided to release Le'Veon Bell? They couldn't even get a draft pick for Le'Veon Bell, a six, a seven, nothing. That's the New York Jets. When you're a Jet, you're a Jet all the way. I'm sure Adam Shine on Shine on Sports didn't say anything (laughs) over the top, and I'm sure didn't use too many adjectives. Let's listen to Shine weekdays, 9 a.m. to noon on Channel 82. The New York Jets are the most laughable, comedic, atrocious, Franchise. There it is, laughable, yeah, comedic, yeah. atrocious. Yeah. That's three. That's, That's three. three word formula. And just in case anybody <laughs> else wanted to he argue, or you're a Detroit fan, or a Washington Detroit. fan, or Detroit. a Giants fan. Uh, that was in three two. Le'Veon Bell lasted 19 months wearing a Jets uniform. Oh, what a run! Months. What a run he had. Never Babs, forget. He lasted 19 seconds. 2019. Once. Mike McCagnin. <laughs> Every time hired Adam Gase. Mike McCagnin signed the free agents. Let him spend all the money. Let him sign Le'Veon Bell. Big contract. Let Mike McCagnin draft the players. Then they fired Mike McCagnin. There's one organization in sports that does that. Hmm. That's the New York Jets. The Jets Jets have no idea what a football team is all about. I'll tell you, I was angry. I was bewildered. I was embarrassed. For the New York Jets. Emily Rajkowski. She's attractive. She's dazzling. She's She's delicious. (laughs) Why is it always in threes? Even the teams, he's like, if you're a Lions fan. Or a Washington football team fan. Or a Giants or fan. Or a Giants fan. <laughs> and now I can move on because I mentioned three his, teams there. Cadence leads in three. What in I, pro- I produced for him for six and a half years, and I never noticed this until today. That that's why about you're right. sitting here doing this. Exactly yeah, that's why. It. That's exactly if you would have noticed it. that sooner, right. you'd still be producing that yeah. show. How about listening every now and then to the program? How do you just notice that? Oh, the Mad Dog Sports Radio producers, they're big. They're colossal. They're gigantic. (laughs) And now we'll stop because we did it in three. And that's what it's all about. My penis is microscopic. Miniature. Tiny. Tiny. (laughs) Let's stop at three. Uh, You know, morning, man. I am the big Jets fan. I am the number one Jets fan in all the world. Are you really? Yeah, I root against them every week because I'm a true (laughs) fan. I know what's up. I want Trevor Lawrence. Now, I want Adam Gaze out of here, too. And to prove my Jets fandom, we did a fun exercise on Morning Man with Evan Cohen and Mike Babchuk weekdays, 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern time. You have 10 moments with the Jets that you would say off the top of your head make them clearly the worst franchise in sports right now. What are those 10 moments? Bill Belichick, who turned into the greatest coach of all time, arguably, quit Who's after arguing? one day. Well, there's got to be somebody yelling about Doesn't, that. I mean, Somebody's yelling at somebody. Yeah, Vance Lombardi, my son's football coach, after one day quit as the Jets head coach and wrote his resignation on a freaking napkin. 
Bill quitting. That's one. Okay. Right. The butt fumble. Two. I mean, we had a fumble from him, a butt. Um, He's up to two and struggling. Oh, we had a guy trip a player on a different team. One of our guys, Tripgate. He was tripped during a game. Someone Not from the exactly tripped him. factual, but okay, I'll give Close you that. Enough. That was, a, that was one of the trainers. Or three, you're done. Coaches, Sal- Alder 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 you're done. That's three. Okay. I was at this game, my first <laughs> ever Jets game. Oh, I thought you meant just you, your oh, presence. Yeah, just in general. Yeah, was just a random Jets-Bills game. No, that's it. I was there. No, I was at this game. First ever Jets game. Dan Marino. The Dolphins come on back in that game. Dan Marino with the fake spike. Everybody stood up. I couldn't see a thing. Everybody sat back down. I said, what happened? The guy next to me said, now you're a Jets fan. Boom, fake spike. Okay, that's four now overall. Our head coach was outed for having a foot fetish. Boom. Five. Yes. Okay. Five. okay. We had <laughs> one of our one players, a former Jet, go out there and sit on a mic in front of a camera on television, J-E-E-T, Jets, Jets, Jets. <laughs> Misspelled the name of the team. That's a good All right, okay. One. We had our quarterback yeah, punched in the face by an offensive lineman. Sucker punch. Nah, he was a linebacker, defensive end. Ah, yeah, whatever, so whatever. Close I.K. Empanale punched in the, in the face. Our human mascot was fired and then retired. <laughs> Fireman. <laughs> this can't be real, this franchise. <laughs> this happened. Our head coach had a press conference where he followed an imaginary taco during the whole thing. This was bouncing around the room. Our greatest player in franchise history was on camera during a game, turning to the sideline reporter and said, I want to kiss you. <laughs> I want to kiss you. All right, that's, <laughs> that's a good one. There you go. Beat that, folks. All right, no one can. And, like, we forgot some, too. Like, you know, a lot of wow. the uh, tweets. Uh, how about the season of Hard Knocks? Let's go eat a goddamn snack. <laughs> Not that. Yeah, Jared, of course Antonio, you remember that one. Antonio Cromartie forgetting the names of his kids. Oh, that's Oh, right. that's good, too. Both I can relate to. I love snacks. I have trouble remembering my kids' names. Jared, well done. During this break, you got to go get a goddamn snack. All right, yeah. let's get a snack. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, Jared's really going. You, Jared, come back. You got to hit the button. He's got Cheez-Its. He's the got button. Cheez-Its, folks. You got to hit the button. A lot more to get to on Mike Babchick's morning after as JT the Brick has an experience with LeBron James, Patrick Mawa on respect, and my wife in a unibrow. Does that mean she's rocking one? I don't know. We'll find out. Coming up next right here on Mike Babchick's morning after. Hey, everyone. This is Lisa Ann, and I'm here to tell you about my new podcast, The Lisa Ann Experience. This is my chance to share with you my experiences past and present, including how I went from living in the fantasy world of adult films to talking fantasy sports on Sirius XM. Each week, I'll introduce you to some of the people I've met on my journey and invite friends on to help me read through the endless ridiculousness that lands in my inbox. New episodes are available every Wednesday on the Sirius XM app and Apple Podcasts. Welcome back to Mike Babchick's Morning After. He's the reason why the pill was invented. Just ask his parents. Back to everyone's favorite regret, Mike Babchick. Ah, yes. Welcome back to Mike Babchick's Morning After right here on Mad Dog Sports Radio Channel 82. I never took the pill. No one always gets me. We used used the rhythm method. (laughs) Your father (laughs) believed in the pullout, okay? That's what he believed. Oh, my. No, no, you didn't. Yes, that's true. Yes, yeah, Sue, tell him. There's nothing wrong with that. That's why there's so many stains on the carpet. <laughs> a lot happened this week. Of course, that's Eddie Erickson, producer of Mad Dog Unleashed. And Alex Hardy, the man formerly known as the producer of JT the Brick, and Jared Moore, the producer of Morning After, 
for now. For well, now. It just happened right just now. Yeah, I know. I don't know what you just said, Jared, but great. Uh, <laughs> this <laughs> The week that was on Channel 82, of course, everyone was recapping the NBA Finals. And the Lakers win it all. That means LeBron James is finally leaving the bubble. And Bronny James, his kid, he finally has to put away the weed. Because he put so many pictures on Instagram of that. And daddy's coming home. So he's in trouble. But how about LeBron James? And how about JT the Brick? Who reacted first on Mad Dog Sports Radio after the Lakers won the title. LeBron James is on pace to go down as the greatest player of all time. If you want to go with the 6-0 nonsense, LeBron's been to 10 NBA Finals, three different teams, won a championship in a bubble. I think that this win for the Lakers is bigger than any one of Jordan's. And Jordan had great individual achievements and great teams. But I'm thinking the sacrifice that LeBron made with everything going on is going to put this down as either the one for the ages or right up there. And LeBron James' achievements individually is something that Michael Jordan could not do at this age and could not continue doing it. So Jordan was the best, and he still is. LeBron's coming. Like him or not, LeBron James is on pace to be the greatest player of all time. Yeah. Oh, there it is. Jordan yeah, LeBron. Says, yeah. yeah. Oh, not that debate. debate. Uh, Jordan no, LeBron. No. no, JT, you didn't do that, did did you? Did JT the brick fall into the LeBron Jordan debate? No! LeBron oh. will be the greatest, but Michael is Different. still the greatest. Yes, and JT has a live report of uh, LeBron James as soon as he got home uh, after winning the championship, an intimate moment with his wife. LeBron's coming. Wow, so you really were going to work that in. Okay, yeah, that's, excellent. Wow. Good job. Yeah. Yeah. Good job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wait, to be honest, that's that the only part of the excellent. clip that I heard. That's why I wanted to play that JT Did the you break thing. after that? <laughs> yeah, that was it. That's all I cared about. Hardy, you seem right, stunned. I don't job. understand. You're on Mike Babchik's morning after. What do you think is going to happen here? I just can't believe I didn't hear that when it was live on the air. Wow, I missed the boat on that one. Is it a boat you miss? How many people miss a boat? It's a turn I mean, of a phrase, Mike. It's vernacular. It's... Uh, Sorry, Shine. A word. I only got two. It's a word. It's a word. Yeah, yeah, hey, Shine would have completed that. No, seriously. How many people miss a boat? Because, you know, you got the cruise ship going on. I'm I not going to miss getting, it. And during COVID, I am never getting on a cruise ship. I would get on a cruise ship non-COVID. Oh, and another thing to the list that uh, Eddie hates. And cruises aren't that bad. I was on a cruise back in the day. The whole family, my cousins and stuff. I hooked up with some girl who was probably like, you know, a two or a three. And my cousin was hooking up with uh, about a nine. And the only way to get through it, two ways. One, I was looking at my cousin doing her the entire time we shared a room and two, I was thinking about Eddie Erickson in my fridge and Eddie (laughs) Erickson's wife's sister. That's what I the only way. That's the only way I got through it. Now to a guy who only does nines. He never does twos. Patrick Bawise, doggy would call him on the rap weeknight, 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern, destroying LeBron James. LeBron James is as delusional as a human as he is brilliant as a basketball player. His obsession with his legacy is unfortunately why he's judged differently. When you grovel and you beg for people's attention, when you're 17 years in and all that you have to do is point to the wood, all that you have to do is point to your numbers and point to your resume, but when you're constantly just up in people's faces, you go back to the Dallas series with LeBron, who looked in the camera and said, I have a better life than all of you losers. (laughs) He's constantly aware of what people are thinking of him, 
and he's constantly trying to pretend like his legacy doesn't matter, which is absolutely hilarious because if you have some semblance of a brain you've known throughout his whole entire career, his sycophant-like <laughs> obsession sycophant. with his legacy, anytime he opens his mouth, it's a passive-aggressive way of just taking shots and then asking people to laud him with appreciation. This isn't about a goat argument. Uh, that is such a tired and boring oh, and played conversation. Oh the people that are having goat conversations between LeBron and obviously MJ are just completely empty as far as things to talk about. All right, guys, who you got? MJ or LeBron? Who's better? Hardy, MJ or LeBron? I mean, I mean Patrick's right. We got nothing better. That That is us. MJ <laughs> or is, LeBron? This debate is contrite. It is detrimental. It is Boring. Awesome. Give me MJ. Eddie, Mando Chris Russo, does he ever buy into this uh, Jordan LeBron thing? And did you have this conversation when you drove up to his house this week to give him literally a piece of paper <laughs> that has a commercial <laughs> printed on it because he doesn't know how to use computers, so you drive over an hour to hand the man a piece of paper in 2020? Wait a minute. It wasn't one piece of paper, I'll have you know. It was oh. stopping for Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, all right? And I had to give him his record for the NFL picks. All right, yes, so, you see, so you can't do that over the phone. Oh, yeah. And, and I should tell you guys, the only thing worse than uh, sitting in traffic is being on the phone with someone who's sitting in traffic and yelling about it while giving you the play-by-play, which was Eddie this week. He has to call me and give me all the details. Oh, there's a raccoon. Oh, my God. What's this guy doing over here? Oh, he's not in the HOV lane. What the hell is he doing? I'm like, can I go? No, you can't go. I'm going to drive off the road. I'm trying to stay awake here. Look at this idiot over here. Oh, God, another raccoon. I don't need to know. I can't even say it. I don't need to know. So, Eddie, does he have Jordan 1? Dog has Jordan 1, but I'm not even sure who 2 is. I don't know if LeBron's even his top 5 at this point. Pistol Pete, that was my guy. He's the number <laughs> no, 2 right now. Pete. But it's someone really old. The George Mikan could be an answer, but not LeBron. Patrick's 100% right. To act like he's not worried about his legacy when all he does is talk about it. He wants this adulation from people. Just let your resume speak for itself. Yeah, that, that's <laughs> what I do, and now I'm producing this show. Oh! Yeah! Oh! Oh! Yes! Oh! That was awesome. See, here's the problem. Jared Moore <laughs> controls all the audio. So now for every time he makes a bad joke, he's just going to hit that. That was awesome. All right, well, on Morning Men, of course, we talked about the Los Angeles Lakers. Evan Cohen's Heat team, they fought so damn hard. They gave it all they got, but Anthony Davis and the Lakers win it. And Evan Cohen asked an interesting question after the game. Do you hold post-game championship celebration words? As their word. In other words, when the Lakers are like all half naked, Caruso, J.R. Smith, all these guys without shirts, going crazy, hammered, Kyle Kuzma, same thing. When Anthony Davis says we're going to run it back, is it Anthony Davis guaranteed next year's title? Or no matter what comes out of your mouth in the post-championship uh, celebration, it's one and done. You can't actually carry it over. What's the ruling on that? It should be one and done. Uh, from a guy who's no. been drunk many times, said a lot of yeah. stupid, 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 no, stupid crap. You, you, yeah, you never won a championship, though. That's true, but you shouldn't be held accountable for something you say when you're half in the bag, wow. when you're running around without a shirt. And again, I, I've had championship celebrations without championships. I, I do those all the time. You run <laughs> around, like you get half baby. naked, you get drunk. But anything you say or do... <laughs> Should not be held against you. So when you pass out on the bathroom floor, whatever, it happens. It's not like you got a problem. And just like I've Anthony had Davis. championship celebrations without winning championships. 
That's right. <laughs> Put that on a t-shirt. <laughs> Put that one on a t-shirt. We got a lot of t-shirts to make. Oh, no. Now, sometimes you're celebrating a championship without winning a championship, and I don't know, you knock up your ex-girlfriend, and now you're married with three kids. So perhaps He's you could. Yeah, you pr- accountable. It's not the parade. If you see it at the parade, I think you're held accountable. But in the locker room, you're not held accountable. You know this better than anyone. When you are drunk... And you make declarations, proclamations, promises. Yeah. The stick. The shine three. <laughs> they stick, man, because it's what you really believe. Once you get that first sip of champagne in you. No, no, no. That's you, when the you, truth comes you out. You got bravado. That's what you got. No. And, and not Mark. And only about 10 people get that or Giants fans from the 90s. Mark bravado. <laughs> you, what you have is muscles. Wow, all of a sudden, you got confidence. You're talking big. Do you really mean it? No. Yeah. Now, yeah, you're right. Truth serum when it comes to feelings. But when it comes to predictions, no way. You don't hold that against anybody. How about Steve Torrey on Mad Dog Daily, weekday 6 to 10 a.m. Eastern time? He was all upset about his Yankees. As he's back, all upset about his New York Yankees. So he headed to the phones. Listen to this. Here's Al in Connecticut, our pal, the foul father, UConn Al on Mad Dog Sports Radio. Hello, Al. Hey, Steve. Tough weekend this weekend. I've had a tough day myself. I got to get something off my chest here. Had a terrible dream that I had a threesome with Babchick and Bethany Babchick. But I want to know, what do you think the Yankees should do in the offseason? And I'll take your comments off there. Well, I tell you, uh, as far as the threesome goes, um, I don't know why you would consider that uh, necessarily a, a nightmare, um, you know, because uh, those are two nice people that you're talking about. Uh, referring to the co-host of our morning show, uh, uh, Evan Cohen and Mike Babchick, Morning Men. Thanks, as always, for the fantastic contributions. Let me get this straight. So Steve Torrey is basically saying, no, it's fine if you have a threesome, as long as they're nice. As long as they're nice people. Nice people. If you could jump into a threesome, just do it with good, nice people like the Babchicks. So the Babchicks are open for business. Uh, anybody who wants to come on over this weekend, next weekend, whatever, we're good, wholesome, nice people, and we're ready to have a threesome. Let's go. I want to tread lightly because I'm talking about my boss and his job as program director is evaluating talent. If he's calling Mike Babchick a nice person, he knows nothing about his hosts on the channel. <laughs> nothing. Yeah, he's a little lost there, but would you have a threesome with me and my wife? So the future no. of the Yankees is really important. <laughs> good, good boy. Right, good boy. Good boy. Good boy. That Eddie, you would. I would do the same for you. Thank you. Well, I'm just saying, if the offer was given to me, I would extend it right back to you. Eiffel Tower, all right? We wouldn't touch. Everything would be fine. God, could you Could now. you keep it up when the cool breeze from the open fridge door hits the back of your legs? Look, Eddie, you're already thinking about me when you're doing it, so you might as well. Actually, I was thinking about your refrigerators. Now, speaking of baseball, on Morning Man with Devin and Babs, weekdays, 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern time, we brought on our Major League Baseball analyst. It wasn't Steve Torrey. No, our analyst is my wife that we just talked about, Bethany Babchick. And I asked her, who's in the NLCS? Who's in the ALCS? And a whole lot more. And Evan Cohen had to guess the answers. The Tampa Bay. Bay. She's going to say Tampa Bay Bay. <laughs> and turtle. Turkeys. Turtle? What? Turkeys. 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 The, Tampa the Tampa Bay, Bay turkeys. Name one Tampa Bay Ray. Oh, God. <laughs> You can't even do that. Right, that's what I'm saying. All right, let's hear it. Because you can't. It's impossible. Um, Jeff Hardy. Jeff Hardy, the wrestler. <laughs> Jeff Hardy's a wrestler. The Hardy boys <laughs> are on the Tampa Bay uh, turkeys. Okay. That's my cousin. Name one Atlanta Brave. <laughs> Dale Murphy. <laughs> Chris Rock. Chris Rock. Chris, Chris Rock. Chris <laughs> Rock. The best baseball player ever was? Babe Ruth. Steve Phillips. <laughs> 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 Yo, 
policy. Oh, she goes, over. She goes, oh my God. <laughs> that that the ALCS is being played in San Diego. So, the San Diego. ALCS. Snookums. Snookums. The team is the San Diego Snookums. Coming up, it's yeah. the San Diego What does Diego RBI Snookums stand for? Tampa Bay Turkeys. <laughs> RBI. What does RBI stand for? Really bad infection. Refund Babchick immediately. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's the Babchicks. <laughs> we get our money back. The what does the DH correct. stand for? Dumb gardening tool. You, no. dickhead. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be a dickhead. <laughs> How many strikes in a strikeout? Five. No, four. No. Okay. No. <laughs> four. Closer. Five. Four no strikes. Four. You're out at the old, the old. game. No four. How many balls for a walk? Two. Obviously, she's going to make a dirty joke. I know her. Two. <laughs> she even, you do know her. Amazing. Before the World Series, there is the blank series. The country the series. Country. It's <laughs> <laughs> not the whole world. What does it mean when you choke up? I'm not answering this. When you're masturbating? <laughs> what does it mean when you're caught looking? When a girl walks by and you look at her butt? When you're like a peeping Tom and you watch somebody masturbate. Oh my God. <laughs> you just like saying that. When you touch them all, what does that mean? Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Penis and balls. <laughs> when they I talk said. about the hot stove, they're referring to? Kitchen. Giving somebody a Dutch oven. <laughs> oh my god. It's a great you fart. Guys are really right, made for each other. It's unbelievable. What's the sweet spot? I uh, no, 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 no. I'm Chili's. Chili's. Chili's the restaurant. <laughs> that was good. That was yeah, good. she loves chili. What does it mean no, to be on deck? I don't know. We don't have a deck. Oh. <laughs> my lovely wife. Hey, oh. I said Chili's is a sweet spot. Those two for one margaritas really hit the spot. <laughs> I knew I knew that Jared would go right to that. And you go for the drinks. No, not the baby back, baby back, baby back ribs. What does on deck mean? I don't one. know. We don't have one. I think no. that's my favorite. Oh, what on does deck. on deck mean? I don't know. We don't have one. <laughs> <laughs> She's a poor girl doesn't have a deck. I mean, literal. She, oh has, an in, she has an in-ground pool. We got a got pool. No I got no deck, so now I got to build a deck. Hardy, what was your favorite one there from uh, Bethany Babchick, my wife? Well, shout out Bethany Babchick, big fan of MLB Network Radio. Steve Phillips, too, my favorite baseball player of all time. <laughs> of all time. No, he's not. He's, he's not just my favorite. He's no. the greatest. He's the he's greatest. The freaking, he's the freaking goat. And, of course, you know, Jared hits on the Chili's thing. I mean, we knew Jar was going to go there. Two for one margaritas, man. They hit the spot. They do give you in, in those deceptive mugs that aren't quite a full drink, but good nonetheless. It's a rounded well, bottom. I hear you loud and clear. Eddie. I know all the tricks of the trade, you know, being a former chef, oh, by right. the way. Weren't you, a head, weren't you a head chef? I was the head chef at Chili's. They called me T-Bone. <laughs> I ran the kitchen. I happened to be the only one who could communicate with the waiters and waitresses because I was the only one who spoke English. But regardless, it was about skill <laughs> and, and talent. Okay, and that's what it was all about. Neither of which you have. Well, I was good. At least I was good at the, the, the you're right. All right, coming up next on Mike Babchick's Morning After, we got a lot more to get to as Doggy Roots to be right and a flag football story for the ages, or at least for a good week. That's all coming up next right here on Mike Babchick's Morning After. Hey, everybody, this is Fran Freshella, host of the podcast World of Basketball. The game of basketball has truly become a global game. Markovic fires it into Mickey, and somehow it goes in. Each week, I talk with the players, coaches, and executives who have led the way in growing the game of basketball around the world. Real Madrid have stolen victory from the jaws of defeat. Episodes are available every Thursday on the SiriusXM app, Pandora, and Apple Podcasts. 
Wrapping up the week with a guy who didn't wrap it up three different times. Hello to Babchicks kids. Now back to Mike Babchicks morning after. Ah, uh, yes. Welcome back to Mike Babchicks morning after as we recap the week that was on Channel 82 with all the best sounds with America's biggest morning after. Regret that's me. Then there's Eddie Erickson who took a Big old dump right before the show. He what? decided to text me all about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your iced coffee went down the wrong pipe there. Yeah. And your early morning, uh, you know, sexual session with your wife. Uh, you know, something happened with your stomach. Yeah, you told me about it. You told me not to say anything. I wasn't going to say it, but I said it anyway. That's the classic Thanks. dog. Then you got Alex Hardy and Jared Moore right here on Morning After. And how about Russo this week? He must have seen this game. He must have bet on this game because he had a lot of thoughts on it. The Titans beat the Bills on Tuesday night football. Not the Thursday, but Tuesday. Talked about Josh Allen, and I got a feeling this guy is rooting to be right. I know everybody loves Allen, including Phil, but Allen did not play well last night. You know, he settled for too many of those checkdowns, too many seven-yard completions. Uh, the Ball first interception was behind the receiver. Now, it could have been caught, but it was behind the receiver, got deflected off his shoulder pad, picked oh. off. The second interception was a horrendous pass. Horrendous. I mean, uh, I, I, you know, he's a good competitor. He runs around a lot. He's a big athlete, uh, but I am not yet ready to say, and I know that they won their first four games and they've scored a lot of points. And he was theatrical, if nothing else, down a stretch against the Rams. But theatrical. I am not ready to say yet Hello, that Josh Allen is the you know, hero end all as far as quarterback play in the AFC that you can win a championship with him behind center. Uh, I am not ready to say. I was ah. not impressed with him last ah. night. And again, I mean, I you know, uh, I don't want to get out of too much. <laughs> Made the postseason last year. Almost should have beaten Houston in almost a playoff should've. game. Almost uh, but, and he's a good competitor. And I did not like what I saw <laughs> last night. So uh, let's take uh, the coronation off, please, and let's not put him in a Hall of Fame just yet. If you're a Bills fan who is desperate to find a quarterback, E.J. Manuel, he's better than I understand that. But let's not, he's not Jim Kelly. Uh, Not yet by any stretch. Uh, You know, I don't don't know how good Buffalo really is. I was not impressed. Nah, he's not a pimple on uh, Jim Kelly's uh, fanny there. Let's uh, take the coronation off of... The putting uh, of the crown on one's head. Let's the, do that. The, Let's the, take it all off. like it's a Broadway show. Oh, that, that that was the best. Josh Allen. His name is Josh Allen. He's no longer coordinated because his coordination was taken away. Taken away. Wow. <laughs> Thank wow. you, guys. Let's not do that again. <laughs> well, he's very theatrical, man. Okay. That was the, so bad, it was actually kind of decent. 965,300 turnovers <laughs> for Josh Allen, who's theatrical. All right, I got to stop. <laughs> that, was, that was horrible. Now, Eddie, let's go deep into the psyche of Mad Dog Chris Russo. We heard it there. He thought Josh Allen was going to stink. Is this guy only going to see Josh Allen as a crap player? Or will 100%. he eventually turn? Because, like, Evan Cohen says this all the time. Was not overly high on Josh Allen coming out, but is willing to see that he's growing. He's still making a lot of mistakes. And maybe one day he can get there. And Evan would be the first to admit it. Now, Dog, it seems like, is rooting against Josh Allen. So he could be right. Josh Allen could get to, you know, four <laughs> consecutive AFC championship <laughs> games. If he doesn't win the Super Bowl, Dog told you this guy was not that good. Josh Allen will have to win a Super Bowl, but not only win the Super Bowl, he'll have to be the MVP. 
And then Dog will finally say, I was wrong about this guy. Maybe I was wrong. <laughs> no, nah, he's never going to say that. Now let him see no. him do it again. Let's see him do it again. There you go. It will always be something. Else. Well, you know, yeah, you win one, but win another one. Hey, he won six already. Let him win nine. See, I'm not like that. I'm never a root to be right type of guy. Even though I did tell you guys that uh, Joey Babchick would stink at flag football. That's my nine-year-old son. And it seems like I'm going to be right. I'm not rooting against him. In fact... I got really? his best interests at heart. I want you guys to listen to a story on Morning Men this week with Evan Cohen and Mike Babchek. It's a short story. Yeah, it's a short story long. So here we go. Weekday 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern time. This is what happened this week at my son's flag football game. Joey became Nick Mangold. He was the center, and he was handing <laughs> off the ball. Where he should That's be. That's it. Exactly. <laughs> On the third snap, I see him cracking up. And I'm like, that's good play. Well, what's, what's so funny, though? You got to have your game face on. He goes, yeah, I farted on the girl. Oh, Our quarterback's a girl. Nice. You know, and he farted Great. on a girl. So then he was replaced by Jeff Saturday. I mean, Wait, he didn't did she have her hands game. under center or Saturday? was it a shotgun? It was under center. Every so play was under center. On the quarterback's the hands. It happens to be the coach's daughter. Oh, uh, my God. Was it a yeah, three wide receiver on a girl. set? I mean, it's fine. Vance Lombardi is our football coach. He's got to put in all types of crazy plays. He walks around with a tablet, and then he pulls Joey. So I'm talking with these dads, and I'm ripping Vance Lombardi. And I was Vance? like, give me something to yell. I'm not great at football terms. One guy's like, you should yell, open up the playbook. No, you don't. And we're back no. on offense. I was like, open up the playbook! Well, you stink! What are we doing here? Killing it. We gotta get this guy canned. He's terrible. He's <laughs> screwing everything up. And all of a sudden, I hear uh, the woman who's sitting next to me go, yeah, I should interject. I'm the coach's wife. I know. <laughs> what? And everyone froze. And Who she's like, yeah, I'm coming. the coach's wife. I've been listening to you the entire game. So I'm like, oh, no, you're not. No, no, you're <laughs> not. Yes, I am. Her. I said, no, our coordinator. There's a nice blonde woman who's our coordinator. I'm like, that's the coach's wife. She goes, no, 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 that's the assistant coach's wife. Oh. I'm the coach's wife. Oh. At this point, one of the dads that was so fired up about get rid of the coach just walks away. Oh, Leaves no. Me. Now I'm alone with the two other guys. <laughs> I feel like I got to keep talking. Hey, great to meet you. <laughs> That's what she you said. Do. It doesn't sound so Accurate. great. Oh <laughs> my god! Team biting my tongue. So I'm like, ah, we we're kidding around, having a little fun. Just you know, we're trying to just keep the game interested. That's all. She goes, well, I, I'll tell you what. You should know. My husband works very hard to pick the right oh, place. Ooh. So when you're joking that his tablet's playing Netflix, <laughs> that's not true. <laughs> There's plays on there, and I promise you that. And it's not about winning or losing. You're so upset that we're losing. It's about the kids having fun. Is you it, should know, too, that the it, assistant coach used to play in the NFL. <laughs> this guy was Giddy. a special teams guy on a jazz course. <laughs> She's like, yes, when's the website launching? You were talking to him about launching a website tomorrow, a fire coach. Oh, my God. Yeah. Ah. I was, oh, no, I was kidding about that. And I was like, well, at least now we won't, won't launch it. She goes, yeah, sure. She's like, why don't we just watch the game? Uh, there wow. it is. Uh, the flag that football. In, does it happen? Happen, though, it does happens. It? Who hasn't gotten caught talking trash about someone where they walked into a room or they heard it? You just continue the conversation like nothing happened. You well, don't admit to anything. <laughs> just keep the conversation going. Yeah, the Adam Gase method. Yeah. It's irrelevant. <laughs> and anyone who's had kids who compete in any kind of sport have gotten caught in this same situation talking about someone else on the team, another kid. 
a coach, another parent, and then a friend of the parent, a rel- whatever, is sitting right next to you. Yeah, happened but- to me, happens to everyone. But do now, you learn from it? You do learn from it. Now you take yourself out of the stands. You go all the way to the end of the field alone and just stand there. <laughs> no way. No like way. I do. Uh, no way. I'm sitting right next to the coach's wife, and I'm still wearing the brown bag. We're the Saints. It's going to say Aints <laughs> on it with the eyes out. I'm going all in. That's what I'm going to do. But I'll tell you, for the future and for everybody listening, know who the coach's wife is. Yeah, how about they identify themselves, exactly. by the way? How about a meet and greet? A market, My God. A jersey. Something. Tell me, all right? Because you know I'm going to talk smack about your husband. Now it's time for my favorite moment of the week to talk the mess of the, of the week. No, Eddie, not just yet. It's the mess of the weekend this week. Mad Dog Chris Russo was talking to Steve Torrey on Mad Dog Unleashed. Torrey, of course, the host of Mad Dog Daily, but uh, Dog was having some fun with Torrey because the guy likes to root against him. Listen to this. Have you discussed, have you thought about the possibility of a Miami tidy 23-3 win tidy. and the game getting off the rails in tidy. Tampa? And you're sitting there at about 5, 5.30 on Sunday night uh, after a long uh, week and everything else. you breaking down NFL football with only two 4 o'clock games. Have you discussed that? Well, if, if I haven't thought about it, you're always here to remind me. So that's, that's I guess, a good thing, right? I mean, uh, right, yeah, of right. course I've, right, of course right, I've thought right. about it. That's Steve, unflappable could be, uh, always... horrible. Well, what are you going to do? I'm a true right, pro, right. and we'll get through it. Like I always why do. have they not given you a lot of 4 o'clock games? This past week, you only had three. You. Uh, that's, uh, why isn't there another 4 o'clock game there on Sunday afternoon? Yeah. Well, I don't know. It's, it's, I don't know. Uh, you know we Is it because we... Green Bay and Tampa, they want to make sure yeah, Fox the, gets Rodgers sure against Brady? Yeah. That's the future game, right? Also, I, mean, that I don't know. That seems like the logical explanation. I, I mean, that, that That's true. Early Torrey season, does was control the two, schedule. Right? We had eight and five to break down, eight early, five late. That was as good as it gets. I mean, that's that's perfect. That's what you want. You want how many games do you want at 4 o'clock? Yeah, I'd like, well, fun. at least four. I mean, four is great, and five is just a dream. Yeah, that's a dream. <laughs> so Steve Torrey, when he's sleeping, you know, he's having himself a wet dream over five games on a Sunday. Oh, give me that Houston Texans five. Oh, Oh, right there. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. Now, his poor wife is like waking him up in the middle of the night when uh, he's humping her leg. And he's like, oh, yeah, I got myself a box packer game. It's the fifth game. Oh, yeah. Oh. If Torrey's having that type of dream, you need better dreams, man. Oh, boy. But I love how Dog is like, uh, now, the NFL, why don't they give you more games? Yeah, the NFL is sitting around going, all right, guys, we got to help Steve Torrey out in the Sunday drive. He's got a 16-hour show where he gets a, you know, they blow a whistle and allow him to eat a turkey sandwich. It's the turkey whistle. It's not the pizza whistle anymore. It doesn't get it. So we got to help him out. Are they even doing the show in studio? Or are they home? I don't even know where they are. No, Torrey is. Bill Leckis does it from a payphone. Around the corner. <laughs> right on the corner of 49th and yeah. 7th. Bill's on a payphone. Did anyone tell him it's not hooked up? <laughs> I'm not sure. On Morning Man, we talked about how uh, Steve Torrey does his show from a closet. I've seen his setup. I've talked to him on Zoom. He's in a, clo- a legit closet with clothes. There's hangers, clothes, and a rod. <laughs> He's in a closet. But it is good to have Torrey back doing Mad Dog so Daily. Good. Right, Steve? Mm. This is Steve Torrey coming at you here on Mad Dog Sports Radio. What the hell was that? <laughs> so did the story of a medical condition, I'm not aware of. Can I hear that again, please? This is Steve Torrey coming at you here on Mad Dog Sports Radio. Steve Torrey coming at you at the Mad Dog Radio. Here on Mad Dog Sports Radio. Here on Mad Dog Sports Radio. Uh, Steve Torrey here, you there on the other side of the glass. Uh, there you go. <laughs>
That's it, and that's all. Another episode of Mike Babchick's Morning After in the Books. You can check me out on Morning Man weekdays, 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern Time with Evan Cohen. And for Eddie Erickson, the producer of Mad Dog Unleashed, the guy who gets it three times a week, and one of those times each week he thinks about my fridge. Alex Hardy, any last words? Babs, it's a thrill as always. Good boy. Good boy, Alex. Very good. Good job there. And Jared Moore, one word to describe today's episode. Uh, Are we done? Are we finished? Can I go? That was like seven words. Until next time, maybe up on Twitter at Babchick. For Mike Babchick's Morning After, it's time to get my weekend on. This was Mike Babchick's Morning After. Now, time to put your head down and start the walk of shame. Talk to you next time. If there is next time.